Everybody, yes, you are listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. But no, this is not your regular host, John Yamasato. My name is Nick Kawakami, and I have hijacked this episode to do something very special for you all—not just the people sitting here, but out in podcast land as well. I'm calling it an Oppocast. So. <laughs> I manufactured this word to to illustrate the spirit of what we're gonna do today. So opposite of the normal High Sessions Hawaii podcast, which is where I, the guest, would be interviewed, I am going to interview John, Devin, and Kyle today. So let's make this <laughs> John official. Is, John is twitching. Yeah, already. John uh, is uh, like uh, not uh, having control. You know why? Nick has the most dirt on John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I beg to differ. You wait. You watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's make this official, though, guys. We'll, okay. we'll start off, and I'll introduce my special guest today. All right. Okay. Oh, all right. So we'll start with the aforementioned John Yamasato. He is a legendary, award-winning local oh, musician, no, as legendary. both a member of legendary. the band Pure Heart and a well-respected solo singer-songwriter. He has multiple Nahoku Hanohano awards amongst his many accolades. And is one of the two founders of the entire High Sessions ecosystem. As John drinks more and more, John hates. I did this on purpose because John hates being in this. Spot. I know. Like, we awful. all know this. Right? Yeah. This is awesome. Wait, it's, there's more. He is Wait, a respected what? full-time real estate agent with locations oh, Hawaii, and is usually the host of this very High Sessions Hawaii podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, please welcome. John to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast. Hey, hey John. Oh, you for yourself. John. Wow. <laughs> You're the best. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> All right. Uh, You're now, legendary. <laughs> this is a, a little bit different configuration than, oh, than you guys usually do, so it me off a little bit. Okay, but okay. We'll, so we'll start off with, because Kyle's next. That's fine. Usually. So yep. next to next is Kyle Shimabukuro, owner and artist for High Life Clothing, which can be found over at highlife808.com. Um, by the way, just as a little story, I don't have very many t-shirts, right? But <laughs> I have, I still have my, it's like a, the red one that we got at a high session shoot very, very early on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we get, yeah, we used to get yeah. high session shirts. And it's super special because it has a hole. It has about a, like a pin size, <laughs> like not pin size, but like a button size hole in it because fireworks blew up on me on oh, it. Oh, wow. And I've ah. kept it because I feel like. It protected me from the fireworks. <laughs> it saved so your thank life. you. Yeah, it saved your life. It saved my life. So not only is it like one of the most comfortable shirts I wear, not only is it stylish and super good design, but it also is life saving. Oh, okay. Is it yeah. nipple nipple showing hole or no? No, no, too low. So oh, okay. maybe in a couple years after. It starts. <laughs> <laughs> but take it to Vegas. So, uh, let's see. Kyle established High Life in 2006 as a local lifestyle brand and, you know, one that really refle- reflects our island's people and culture. His other credits, though, as we all know, include a live stage acting role as Prince Warubozu in Lisa Matsumoto's Once wow. Upon One Not a Time, lead research. designer at Hawaiian Style, and, of course, accomplished fisherman. <laughs> Today, though, and the audience needs to know, I just asked... Kyle a little while ago what he said all of those what's his favorite role and he said it's sitting usually between John and Devin as host of the High Sessions Hawaii podcast so ladies and gentlemen please welcome Kyle to the podcast thank you 
And then finally, so next to him, in between, is Devin Nicoba. Devin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Devin. <laughs> hey, Devin. Okay, that was good. Anyway, let's get started. No, 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 no. I gotta give you the official one. I was just joking. So, um, but, you know, it, it's hard talking about Devin's bio, right? Because you're so, you're so like accomplished as many many different roles so just, i had to, i had a hard time old, editing dude. it down i'm just old i found the highlights i hope i hope you think are the highlights God. but all right of course the number one thing everybody knows about you is he's the host of rise and drive with devin on 94.7 <coughs> kumu you came around the radio from 5 to 10 a.m in the morning he wakes up earlier than God. all of us combined <laughs> easily um, as I already mentioned, he has many credits to his name from TV to stage work and can oftentimes be found in productions around the island. Today, he joins us as his most challenging role he's probably ever done, a guest on, a, on his own <laughs> podcast, <laughs> where he's one of the three amigos of High Sessions Hawaii podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Devin Nakoba. Yeah, Devin, you're the best. You're the best. <laughs> and the anyway. fan went nuts. <laughs> So, um, anyway, all that being said, I have some uh, interesting topics and questions for you three today. So, I hope that all the listeners, all your guys' listeners, including me, out there are looking forward to this as much as I am. This is not, like I told John, this is not going to be like, oh, where can we find you these days kind of questions. This is not the kind of questions that Softball Devin throws out to his guests on the okay. radio show. Okay? Right. This is hard-hitting <laughs> journalism. <laughs> No, Nick, Nick really prepared for this. I'm, I know. I'm pretty excited. Excited. Well, hopefully, Research. I mean, these are going to be good discussions. I think okay. the, the, the nice thing for me as a listener of the podcast come here and be able to ask these questions is that, you know, there's a lot of stories that you guys tell in the podcast that you can we might elaborate more on. First and yeah. foremost, Devin, what happened to your car on the 100th episode? You guys ended the episode because your car alarm was going off. Oh, you know, I don't know. I think what happened was I was... Uh, I had my keys in my pocket. And just, butt alarmed you know, it. Yeah, no. butt alarmed but it. Like, you mean the wrong way. And it it was like such a cliffhanger. I know. It was like, well, oh, Devin's car alarm's going off. Okay, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah. goes to show you how lazy we are in editing. Because <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't meet it, like, you know, a, a nice clean Come ending. back, explain. Yeah. But we're like, yeah. no. Eh, it's just That's ended. John. John yeah. was, that was like, a, nah, That was enough. Nah, yeah, we had enough time done. Yeah. By the way, I got to interject here because we do have to thank our Patreons. Oh which, yeah, I was gonna. Don't which worry. Nick is one of the patrons. Yeah. Hey. Thank you, Nick. That's one of the reasons why John let me come on here is because I paid <laughs> yeah, him. Exactly. Oh no, not all the patrons are gonna be doing <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um. You you took my you took my. I I'm got, sorry. Oh, I'm you sorry. You said this I got to. I'm sorry. Control he, he can't. He can't, he can't help me. I'm a control freak. <laughs> Leg shaking. I'm shaking. It's cool. Um. So let's let's talk about how listeners can let's remind people how they can stay in touch with the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at High Sessions. Then of course. You can find the High Sessions Hawaii podcast on SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Don't right. forget, everybody listening right now, take a moment to rate and review, giving these guys five wonderful stars for all the hard work they do. That really does help, right? It does. Yeah. It really does. It yeah. does help, believe it or not. Okay. And then, so go ahead and do that right now. Pause. Go write a review. Rate. <laughs> no, no don't write a review. Just do the five stars. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, they're going to ask you why you like us and give, you five, give us five stars. Yeah. We they'll put, we well, because Nick hosted that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, finally, they can email directly at highsessions at yahoo.com. I think that's awesome that you guys give out that email address. Does anybody actually email you? Yeah, we've had, yeah. had a few. Yeah, we had awesome. a suggestion for a guest next month. So I'm going to try well, to hunt that guy down. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Our friend Shelly had a ah, suggestion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Suggestion. Okay. 
As uh, as John mentioned, if you'd like to help the show, go to patreon.com. Use go to the, and find uh, High Sessions Hawaii Patreon campaign. That's p a t r e o n dot com. Uh, there you'll be able to get more involved by getting access to special content uh, and even help the guys determine who and what is on this very show. Uh, John just sent out the next batch batch of T-shirts to the Patreon yeah, members. Basically, everybody's getting a T-shirt this year. Yeah, I got mine. Oh, you got yours? I got mine. Does it fit? I got mine. Oh, you haven't tried on it. No, if no, it no, doesn't fit, let me know because it's uh, too tight. It's the best shirt you ever had. Well, oh. it's yeah, best shirt. It ever. Tends I'm just surprised you only hit, we only had the one design on the front. I, I thought we were gonna do something on the back. Oh, I don't know. Ask the designer. Save over money. There. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Save money. Devin shaking his head. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they they tend to run small. So if anybody out there doesn't, yeah, does, it is a little small. Is it a little small? They call it a muscle tee. Ex- well, it's also an XL, and I should be okay. Should I get XL. you a two XL? It's an no, no, XL, no, no, and it's tight on you. No, because it's that it's this yeah thing, and these when you start Devin is pointing these, to a shirt on an audio yeah, medium. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, when he uh, <laughs> when when Kyle uses that sort of soft touch fabric yeah. thing, they always tend to run. Smaller. A little so bit if you're more gonna fitted. get an XL, you get a double XL. Yeah. The other yeah. thing about shirts lately that I noticed is the style has gone for um, long shirt. Like the the bottom goes long, but then the sleeves are short. Yeah, it goes up. Before back in the day, <laughs> we used to wear it right around the elbow. Yeah. And now it's raised. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit more fitted. So like people like me and Devin, if we buy a shirt that's not fitted to our size, we end up looking like sausages. Because mm. the bottom goes too long. Yeah. There's yeah. a visual. Yeah. It's just tight, you know. It's not a good visual. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to buy, really you know, we got to make sure the shirts fit. Yeah. We can get yeah. you a bigger size. I like size the old style better, but that's just probably me getting old. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's let's continue on, though. <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough of your guys' sausage t-shirt <laughs> conversation. That was actually one of the questions I was going to ask. <laughs> really? is, do you guys like tight t-shirts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other way that you can help the show is support the local companies that help these guys produce high sessions content. So most of all, thanks to Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Landscape Architects, create a landscaping that is not only good looking, but multifunctional by calling Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate or go to kupukupulandscaping.com to see thing. their work. Uh, we also got to thank Fort Ruger. Yes. Oh man, I had the uh, um, Ruger special Pokeball. Ruger special. It was Ono. And a winner. I had the D this time, which is the beef stew. Yep. You can't, can't say complain. I have the D, <laughs> I have the D on, a, on a podcast. I had the D plate. <laughs> ah, yes. I had the D plate. <laughs> beef stew. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Now. It was very delicious. <laughs> Sorry. We, uh, we should also let the listeners know that whiskey has been poured, so. Yeah. There might be some more of these no, crude we make no jokes made. Oh, boy. Um, no yeah, so thank, thank you to Fort Ruger Market uh, for all the delicious lunch. Definitely go check them out. And get all of your... Uh, what is What do they call Ga- Gastronomic needs met. Mm. Isn't that the people that like it? They, they like food? The is gastropub there, kind of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So go and go to Fort Ruger Market. <laughs> especially get a Ruger special. Just uh, go go eat. Yeah, go eat. Yeah, it's good. Go over there. There's good. I eat there all the time. Eat that. Yeah. Even when we're not on the podcast, I eat there. John eats there once a week. Yeah, at least. Oh, twice a week. Twice yeah. a week. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. 
It's a great place. Um, so how did I do on the intro? Very excellent. Very good. You got a new job, I yeah, think. Thank you. Yeah, Fired another guy. Can we record that one in the clear? And then we'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode 102. <laughs> Welcome to episode 103. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, be like the, it'd be like the announcement on the bus. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> episode is this, by the way? 103. 103. 103. Four. No, no. What is this one? Oh, Probably 102, 103. 102, yeah, 103. Like okay, okay. That sounds like a radio station too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. High Sessions, episode 102.4. <laughs> Serving the greater Houston area since 1925. <laughs> um, so, okay. So obviously, you know, being a listener, I, I'm speaking on behalf of the entire listeners out there. We've all listened to the this group dynamic before, you know, for 100 and now 101 episodes before this worth. Yeah. Um, and of course, I also watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos on how to be a good interviewer. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, and and one of them said, you know, I should start off with a softball question for the group. So okay. I'm gonna. So the format is, I'm just gonna ask you guys individual. I might ask group questions. Where it's gonna be free flow, but I did do my research. Apparently, okay? yeah. So, just be prepared. We all know that because you know, like like we said, Devin's car is okay, so we don't have to worry <laughs> about that question anymore. Um, but it said start off with a softball question. Okay. Start off with something easy. So, okay. um, and since you guys are always ragging each other, I, I wanted to start off with something non-controversial, <laughs> you know, and really get you guys used to being on the answering side of this. Okay. Um, so for the first one, you guys can answer as a group. You can answer as individually up to you. As, uh, as producers now of over 100 episodes, you guys have... Uh, you know, interviewed some amazing guests in and around Hawaii from musicians to politicians. And of course, we listeners have have gotten the privilege of getting to know a lot of people thanks to you guys and the, the, this podcast. So my first question is, of the three of you, who do you guys think is the weakest link? <laughs> oh, that's a... That's, that's tough question. That's obviously, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, I mean, me. That's, that's, not, that's not a hard question. Yeah, okay, softballs. All right. Softballs. <laughs> the guy that never had a microphone in his face in his entire life. Yeah. You know what, though? I will say, there is no... Okay, so I don't think there is a weakest link here because you guys all actually do tell, do have a really good point of view from... And it's all different. Mm. That's what's nice. That's what the one thing that I like about this podcast. So, Kyle, I'm defending you. Thank you. You are not the weakest link. There Appreciate you that. You may stay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Made the cut. <laughs> no, but but anyway, but seriously, I'll I'll uh, I got, let's start with John first. Okay. No, but seriously, who is the weakest? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously, who are we? We need an answer on that. Who one. who am I replacing? That's what I want. <laughs> you can replace me. No, no, me. you're just gonna come in. We're not even gonna replace solo solo podcast. Um, but let's start with John. Okay. Because okay. John loves, like we said, he loves oh, being yeah, in the spotlight first and foremost. Yeah. So, sure. Um, <laughs> but this is actually a serious question that I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever asked you. And I think it's a pretty interesting one. So, okay. and it's talking about your creativity. So, um, because, you know, first of all, we are all here really because of you, because you started High Sessions a long time ago. And this is kind of the next iteration of it. And of course, besides your musician's credit, you know, a lot of people don't know how much time and effort it took to, to start High Sessions, especially the whole empire now. So Empire. between Empire. between like and how many like how many YouTube channel views do you have now? We well we've just passed four hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah, wow. I don't know how many views we have to be honest. Four hundred. It's so got to be hundreds of thousands, millions of, millions of views, of tens views. of millions, hundreds right? of millions, hundreds of millions of views. That's a, that's crazy. So between all of that, running this podcast, producing live shows, not yeah. only and then of course on top of that being a really good photographer too. 
Thank what, you. What is it about creativity that you think fuels you? Ooh. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know, man. I just have a brain that never turns off. And so um, unless it's being kept busy by video games, it's always just like, I was just telling we Kyle. We just had that conversation in the car. Yeah, we're, no. I was just telling Kyle today that I was in the shower last night and I thought, you know, Napa should make a hat that looks just like a MAGA hat, but then put Napa instead of MAGA. Oh. It'd be kind of funny. I, I went to Napa, the winery city. Oh, yeah. yeah the yeah. auto parts. Yeah, yeah, auto yeah, parts. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I told but, John that's a bad idea. Why? Yeah. Oh, well, as it's, a, as it's a divisive, right? But he was saying they should, MAGA should make a MAGA thing in the logo of the Napa in the Napa logo and then Napa can sue them yeah <laughs> but I don't know I'm always just thinking of stuff like this you know and so I always have uh, good friends like you and Devin and Kyle that I bounce these ideas off of and every once in a while you actually come up with a good idea and it's like hey we should actually do that you know and that's and what they high usually turn was. out really good that's yeah, why we all yeah. trust you I think well I mean you don't know all the bad ideas I've had. So, <laughs> like the Napa It wasn't a good idea. But it was just an idea that I had in my mind, you know? Is there something like, um, is there some sort of personal, like, uh, like reward that you feel when something does turn out well? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, well, and then, you know, I'm an only child. I don't know if Devin's not an Yeah, you all brothers and sisters. I'm an only child, you know? So um, I spent most of my life alone. By myself and I just really like friends you know I enjoy hanging out with friends and doing things with friends and so if I can come up with ideas of stuff that's fun to do then I get to hang out with my friends so I guess that's the motivation like this yeah like this like, like this. I get to see because otherwise I don't see Devin or Kyle that often every mm -hmm. once in a while like maybe if I stop by New Year's Eve or something but John's form of um, socialization comes in task yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. task oriented. He yeah. just can't sit and do nothing. It has to be something that's a task, you know, or getting right. something done. That guy can't just sit down and relax. That he, cannot. Yeah, his his brain is always working. He's always working. Yeah. Like he would call me with t-shirt design ideas, and some of them we actually printed and it yeah. sold well. And some of them I go, no, you can't do that, bro. That's <laughs> right. not right. <laughs> you remember that one time he wanted to do a t-shirt design that said special. Sp. <laughs> E-S-H-O or something special. like that. And I go, he goes, God, I got an idea, man. Why don't we, I want to do a t-shirt design that's just special across the front. I go, you can't do that, bro. That's good. That's wrong. Especially if you spell it wrong. Why, why is that wrong? I can't even, I don't even remember this conversation, but why? They're, they're going to they're gonna think you're trying to make fun of somebody. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes I police him on his ideas. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just to keep him in check so he don't get canceled, you know. <laughs> well, and it is your company. So in the end, you're the responsible <laughs> exactly. for it. You're just going to put him out there. Just not say anything. There's nothing <laughs> to do with me. No, I don't know where that came from. I, that was strange. Well, yeah, no, so like, okay, if you, so uh, Nick, you have a brother. I do. So if you had a stupid <laughs> idea, you'd go to Alex and be like, Hey, Alex, what do you think of this idea? And tell oh, you yeah. stupid, right? I don't yeah. have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Except maybe my wife now, but then I can call Kyle and go, yeah, like, hey, I'm looks, more than willing to. You and goes, That's yeah. Listen stupid. to you bounce ideas yeah, off of Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say we're more than willing to tell you you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, I have, if, I, if I'm thinking of a new ice cream, I can talk to Devin. Yeah. Hey, have you tried this brand? Unless it's a really crappy flavor. And then yeah. Uh, then Devin will tell me. Like, no. I'll tell you immediately. Um. There, there's speaking of ice cream I, I am I do really like ice cream you do who doesn't there's uh, a chocolate 
macadamia nut. Oh, like ice cream. Uh, she was a brand name. I, I, I was going to promote them, but shit, I can't remember the name. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about Devin. Which one? The Talenti one? Like the gelato? No, 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 no. It's a local, local brand. brand. They have like a greenish, light green. I can shout out uh, Asato family. Yeah, Asato. Oh, yeah. Asato's is awesome. Oh, I just had the. Uh, Gushers lemon. Ooh, how's that? Peeled Gushers that lemon ice cream. Uh, what is it? Uh, um, uh, lemon uh, sherbet rind. Yeah. Oh, sherbet. You get yeah, I don't, yeah, it's a sherbet. Yeah. You get VIP <clears throat> treatment like he does at Osato. No, but my friend does, so that's how oh. I get the kind of. I don't get. I don't kind. get special treatment from there. How can you get so much then? Because he likes it. <laughs> yeah, because I would buy it. You stand in line. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> Well, actually, you can't even wait in line anymore. You got to order it. You oh, got to pre-order it, and then yeah. yeah, it comes in. But they're they're really cool people. Oh, yeah, they make great. Yeah, they make nice great, great sherbet. Yeah, they do. Um, but oh, Rosalani, Rosalani, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Rosalani ice cream. That's my favorite. Which I can just, one? I just eat the chocolate, chocolate macadamia. macadamia. Oh, oh, so Dude, good. Dude, that was like thirteen dollars a freaking. I know. Whenever thing. it's on sale, I just like go nuts. Devin is like a savant when it comes to. I mean, if it's on sale, it's like nine dollars. Have you made your own ice cream, Devin? I have not. Because I'm way too lazy for that. Mm. I would rather somebody else make it. Yeah. Plus, you never, you know, the flavor thing. Like, you kind of get used to eating a certain yeah, style yeah. or a certain Recipe, brand. Yeah. yeah. And then you oh, try to veer off, and it's just not the same thing. Well, you know what's funny is one time I had to do some kind of talk for our company, and uh, it was uh, with new agents, you know? And then they, they were asking questions of uh, real, you know, realtor, real, realtor questions. And then one of them said, um, how did you know when you made it as a realtor? And my answer was when know. I had to stop looking at what price the ice cream is. Huh. That's Whoa. when I felt like I made it. Because I could just <laughs> I didn't just go, oh ha- I want Hagen dazs I'm just gonna buy Hagen dazs Before I'd be cream. like, Is it on sale? Well, I gotta buy Briars because that's all you know, oh. it's exp- is expensive compared to Briars. Yeah. But now I just buy the Hagen dazs I don't Mine is about. mine is knowing if it's on sale. Yeah. Right, because you can if you if you made it, then Hagen does at eight dollars a little point thing. You go eh, and you buy it anyway. Although my friend Beaker would say that Hagen does the it's more cream, like mm. uh, the other ones they push air into it, so yeah. it's fluffier, but yeah. you don't get as much ice cream. So it's more dense then. It's dense, yeah, it's uh. denser. Uh-huh. So you're getting more ice cream for your free dog. Still an that's entire plane in one sitting, yeah. but okay, all right. Well, but okay. So getting back to creativity <laughs> though. Okay. Yeah, oh, we yeah, we veered right. off a little bit on the ice cream train. <laughs> you see how okay. it goes, right? Yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Just I, I see off. my. Already used to it. No. Somebody got to bring it back. My role know, is going to be to bring you guys know? back in. That's yeah. why we need guests because if not, we would just. This is would be the podcast. <laughs> yeah, a whole hour of ice cream talk. <laughs> well, well, okay. So two things. First, uh, if you're gonna send anything to the high sessions at yahoo.com email address, make sure it's gift certificate for ice cream. Yeah. Right, Baskin Robbins. That's right. If possible. Um, but no, but but playing off the creativity question, my question next, my question is for um, for Kyle. So, All right. um, you know, with High Life, your designs are are often you know more playful. Sometimes you know a lot of times mimicking past and present cultural phenomenons, those kind those kinds of things. Kyle's a genius. Um, he is. Yeah. Does does creating recognizable clothing designs like that? Does that particular action feed something? extra in you or is that more like a like a business decision because it's creating something more recognizable that's a good question um i think a lot of the designs that i come up with that's kind of quirky is just a reflection of myself and how i think you know i grew up as an 80s kid 70s kid so a lot of things you see 
is reflected back to those days, you know, and stuff. And I, hopefully it sells once I put it out there, you know. Sometimes people don't get it. Yeah. But I like to be, like... I like to be creative in that way where if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, I'm not going to spell it out for you. Yeah. Because then, then you'll buy it and it'll be cool for you to wear, you know. Yeah, like your shirt, your shirt today for the, for the listeners is a mosquito punk. Yeah. Like that for people that grew up in Hawaii, that's like mm-hmm. synonymous with outdoor yeah. kanikapila barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Getting bit. <laughs> Still <laughs> getting bit much, no matter yeah, how many exactly. of those you put on. And you know what I mean? Eve. So I, guess, I guess the story behind this is I, th- I had it in my head for a long time. Yeah. But, um. You know, if you like mosquito punks, you'd buy it. If you hate mosquitoes, you'd buy it. If you furious that you're a punk yourself, you'd wear it. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you on how you interpret it, how you interpret that design. I'm not yeah. going to spell it out for you. Oh, well, yeah. And it's just like when I started High Life, people ask me, what does that mean? And I say, whatever you guys want it to mean, you know. That's the creative part that I'm trying to put into my customer right. is to be creative with what it actually means to them. That, right. was, the, yeah? that was the genius of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he goes... I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but it's Decide also for yourself. And then he doesn't have to think <laughs> of anything. <laughs> it, it also gets designed all kinds of shit. It, it also go, high life, high life, high life. And they go, which one represents high life? He goes, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's also de- derived out of laziness too. Yes. But it keeps the creativity open, right? <laughs> it does. I yeah. remember, okay, so side note, since we can veer off. Yes. Now, I've yeah, seen yeah. the example been oh, set. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, do you remember when they came out with the the holder that could hang from the oh, yeah, that yeah, could yeah, hang yeah. from like the ceiling and stuff? Yeah. It would it would like sandwich yeah. the punk yeah. together and it would still spin. Mm-hmm. Yes, that like revolutionized our our like barbecue night. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you could yeah. hang it, and then it was yeah. for some reason we thought, oh, if you hang it, yeah. it's better because then all the smoke. Falls no, nothing, nobody will knock it over and start a fire. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or you yeah. or you put it down and you put it underneath now, everybody because then nobody steps on it. Yeah. And I think the original mosquito punk smell has been replaced by citronella. In the in the actual oh, yeah. mosquito pump? No. Themselves? You can buy one that's citronella and then you can buy the regular Yeah, but now people just have that smell around, right? Oh, yeah, you yeah, smell yeah. that mosquito punk smell. That's grandma's house kind yeah. of these, right? Yeah, but when I look at that, I get the, you get the smell, the right? Smell. Yeah. 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 You, you know, what's, have you know what's interesting? I just thought of this. Our kids are not going to have the sta- same nostalgic thoughts about grandma's house as we did. No. Because... You know, every holiday, right, was go to grandma's house. We're going to do New Year's at grandma's house. We're going to do Christmas at grandma's house. You know what? But at least the last two years, we never get together with grandma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So they're not going to have that same, like, that's grandma's house. Well, smell, so people are having their kids later. So they're not. No, he's talking about the pandemic years and not being Oh, no, no. But I mean, pandemic. But also, people are having their kids later. And when you have your kids later, there's less. Because I, I know. There's grandmas I, around and grandpas yeah, around. Like, yeah. Like, there's no it's grandmas true. and grandpas around. They're, they're gone already. So. That's true. It's yeah. hard to. Because I think back, like, stuff. yeah, all the family reunions and get togethers and stuff. But that don't happen anymore. No. Just enjoy it. They do. Just not in our families. Yeah, yeah. I guess our families is like, enough of that. You guys, uh, that was that's one thing. One point I was gonna bring up is you guys talk a lot about nostalgia, and especially yeah. too, I notice you guys often will be like, you know, kids these days, blah blah blah. <laughs> Some complain about kids these days. So, I guess we should ask the question between the three of you, and this is a serious one. I know my first one where I had you guys all answer was kind of a joke, but the first, but between the three of you, which one of you was the one that our parents' generation probably complained about the most? As ah, you know, this kid. Why are you guys all pointing to Kyle? 
Because he was a little evil bastard when he was young, <laughs> man. He'll even admit it. He was the terror of his neighborhood. Oh, pretty <laughs> Set stuff on fire. No. Put his friends in. What did you have? And most no, of I'm them not, talk- I'm not necessarily talking about Rascal, but more like, like who do you think was the the one that? Okay, maybe maybe like actual troublemaker, but the one that was like the most you know like mosquito in the ear, most buzzing, like, annoying. To- oh, oh, that'll be Devin. No way, bro. Not me. I'm like that now. Me. I wasn't oh, like okay. that back then. Okay. John has not been named at all. John is apparently no. no John was just this quiet yeah, guy. John's that probably just shut you met his parents. <laughs> yeah. You met his mother. Yeah. Did you really expect him to come out anyway? Besides this. <laughs> true. I was sorry. Like, I was sorry, Auntie, but it's true. <laughs> you gave your son really good manners. Yes, you did. You did. I was such yeah. an easy kid. Yeah. <laughs> Would do my homework. I'd be terrified of your mom too. <laughs> so well, your mom. Your mom is terrifying too, Yeah, but too, I didn't though. give a shit. I just did stuff anyway. Because I, unlike he's like only child do everything good. Mm. I was only child do everything bad. Yeah. 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 So I, we had completely different. And, and I was only child only until I was about nine. And then my sister came along. And then I had to share, which freaking sucked. And I hated every minute that? of it. Oh, yeah, totally. The yeah. adoption people came over to our house and said, would you like a sister or a brother? And I went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Once we're, um, and I wasn't even lying. And they were like... Oh, well, I don't know if we can I place somebody. I don't know if we can place somebody with you because so my mom was pissed at me because yeah. she's like you like totally sunk our op- our ability to adopt wow. a kid. And then my sister came along because uh, her mom was a drug addict basically, and so somebody had to foster child this baby. And so my parents got her, we got her, and then I went, ah, oh, damn it, she's kind of <laughs> cute. Now you gotta share. Shit, now we gotta keep her. So <laughs> then we and then we kept her, and then that was that was the end of that. Yeah. So. Your mom's scary if she doesn't like you. No, my mom's scary when you like her, right. when yeah. she likes you too. We're at a She's New Year's party. Devin's mom didn't like you at one point. No, no, she loves me. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves me more than she him, loves. Probably. She loves all my friends. Yeah. She's just, she just but terrifying. We were at a New Year's party one year at Devin's house with his mom and dad, and one of our friend's kids act up and did something. Oh, yeah. So she, I was watching her, and she's watching him. And she, she caught him on on the side, and she was, "Come, let's go take a walk." Oh, I, yeah, started, that guy, I, I saw that kid walk down the street with his mom. I was like, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the principal in her. Yeah. Which John actually got to experience. Yeah. So she was my principal. Really? Devin's mom was my principal when I was in high school. But but of course you never got. I didn't get into trouble. Her. No, no, he was a good. He was a yeah. good. Do you know you know you did okay in school if my mother does not remember you. Yeah. Yeah. I was all just music and. Yeah. She goes, John who? I don't know. Like, I, 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 I didn't make trouble yeah. or anything. Mm. Well, see, I, I, my best friend's uh, mom is not the principal, but she's the principal's admin. Oh. And in, if anything, she's probably more, she was more the muscle. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. because I was friends with her son, like, oh, man. She, she reminded me. I used to piss her off so hard because I thought I was invincible. Knowing yep. that, hey, Auntie Carol, how's Auntie. it going? <laughs> exactly. I'd walk in, I'd be like eating, and she'd be like, Get out of my office right now! Like, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, forgot all about that yeah. part. Between you and Alex, I would assume that till today, and even when you were a kid, you would get yelled at the most, more more than Alex. Hmm. I got yelled at the most because I was I was held to an older brother level of responsibility. Yeah. No, go. but I would think you're more kolohe than your brother too. Uh, more. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> now no. I would say we were both pretty good kids, but I got in a trouble a lot for picking on my brother mm. 
as a kid. So you have to though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And it was yeah. never like Alex and I are best friends now. So yeah. like you know, it, it's it's like it wasn't anything bigger than normal brotherly stuff. Yeah. How many years older are you? Three. Oh, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not okay. That bad. Yeah, but you know, he's the he's he's the he, we're opposites though in the sense that you know my mom tells a story of one time we were at a friend's house for a birthday party and where is they had a pool and we were the first ones to arrive and so they said oh you know go go swim so i walk out to the pool and my personality is i walk out to the pool i stick my foot in i check make sure if it's cold i look for the deep end make sure i'm jumping in the right spot my brother charge in <laughs> right into the pool don't even care nothing so my mom tells that story it's all the time that's like the the pure like how you can tell the two brothers apart because I'm the one that sits here and be like, okay, how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna? And my brother's just like, ha, see ya, <laughs> and into the pool. Oh, interesting. But wait, wait, oh, no, oh, oh, enough about me though. Not bad, huh? not bad. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you guys. I see how you guys went and yeah, switched that up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got one more question, right, and this one well, it gotta is be for Devin, Devin now. Yeah, for a creativity question. Yeah, yeah. no, this is. I think um, we we each gotta answer some questions okay, about our creativity. Fine. So, um, on your on your your Kumu bio page, mm-hmm. you list um, your favorite teacher as your your high school drama teacher from Castle. Actually, uh, Mr. Bright Mr. was Bright. not my drama teacher. Uh, uh, he was at Castle and I went to Kylo High Kailua. School. Yeah. But he was the most, as, as far as teachers go, he was probably the most influential. influential. Yeah. So yeah. what about that experience of a different school's drama teacher or drama program mm. that made that so special? Because as... I mean, just to fill in some of the listeners that might not know, Mr. Bright was like a huge influence oh, yeah. on the local theater community yeah. here. Yeah. Castle High School is known for their theater program. Mm-hmm. So when Devin talks about Mr. Bright and Devin talks about going to Castle's drama program, this is not like some run-of-the-mill high school drama program. This is one of the top ones in the entire state. So what about that experience in high school kind of shaped where you ended up going with radio and this uh, and all the other creative stuff that you Because Mr. Bright came to my school, actually, and he came to our English classes in my senior year and said, you want to get out of class? <laughs> he goes, come and audition for this thing. Was that really went, his sales pitch? That was a sales pitch. He goes, ah, hey, you know, there's, there's this... Because how are you going to tell a 17, 18-year-old kid, hey, come do drama, right? The kids will be like, are you kidding me? Why would yeah, I want to do true. that? So he said... Come check it out. You can, um, you know, you get out of class. You go to this audition, and at the time, Mr. Bright was starting uh, the Castle Performing Arts Complex. So it was kids from Castle, Kala Hill, and Kailua, and then also kids from King Intermediate. And so uh, they basically started this program from kind of from scratch and said, "We're going to bring all these different kids in together and have them do a show." Uh, so we did the boyfriend. Um, and it was the experience of working with Mr. Bright and the just sheer joy and fun and love that that group gives you. Like, you don't get it anywhere else. The only other place probably that I would compare it to is when we did the shows with Lisa. It's that same familial bond that you create with people over a very short amount of time. But the, the difference with Mr. Bright's is that... Um, uh, and again, I, I have to I have to parallel it with Lisa's stuff. The difference is that that family that you have, you carry with you and you take with you wherever. Whenever you're doing a show, you do a three month show, you you're rehearsing, you do the show very intensely and then pff, everybody splits up. Camp. Yeah. And you may do another show later on with these same people, but it's not going to be the same group. Whereas um, with Mr. Bright's group, it was pretty much always the same people. And then I found that same group with Kyle and Lisa and that gang where um, 
it was that same familial thing and then it was like oh we're gonna do another show next year oh we're gonna do another show yeah. next year and then before you know it you've done 10 years 15 years of shows mm-hmm. and it's the same people every single year and you look forward to it like yeah. summer camp but um there was a professionalism to the performance that was something you didn't see anywhere else i mean mr bright's the the quality of the people that he got not just on stage but backstage was just i mean these are broadway level quality people well, and they're some doing of them are in broadway yeah and some of them have, have been to broadway right but they've they um th- there's a pride in the in creating this thing um that you don't get very many places i mean and again i I'm sorry to have to keep moving it over to Lisa Matsumoto and like Tammy and those guys, uh, Tammy Montgomery, but that was where I learned that. So whatever professional way that I perform or know what I'm doing, it all kind of stems from that because I that was very formative for me in, in learning how to uh, how to um, I guess access that creative part of my brain. Well, it also probably taught you very early on that that feeling felt good. Oh, yeah. So when you see it again, when you see it in a Lisa Matsum, when you do the Lisa's, you know, play for the 15th yeah. time, you yeah. know, you know that it's not, you're not just doing it because, I don't know, whatever, paycheck or whatever kind of, you know, more well, superficial it things. It definitely was a No, no, no. But what I'm saying is like, you, you <laughs> yeah. recognize that. And now when you do any oh, yeah. other creative uh, venture, you probably are on kind of maybe subconsciously on the lookout for that. Possibly. Kind of I mean, a lot right? of it is trying to, is, a lot of it for us is trying to make sure you create that. The, the uh, Lisa shows, I think, more specifically... Um, capture that feeling and it's why when we do the shows you try to uh, the, the shows that really resonate for people at least as far as I know you know it are the ones where a lot of alumni come back because we know how to do it yeah. like you just put them up on stage and they they go do their thing so cool well okay so speaking of kind of your career paths and stuff like that going back to John on the solo question. So right. um, we'll, we'll kind of talk a little bit about your career paths and a little bit about what you guys do professionally now. So um, obviously, John's main job during the day is being a very successful real estate agent with Locations Hawaii. Yeah. Um, and doing that for, I mean, if you want to say Almost how long. 20 years. 20 years now. They helped me get my house. Yeah, it's right. not, that's not an easy thing to do. Being somebody <laughs> that knows, <laughs> uh, that's not an easy thing to do. Building up trust and all that stuff with your clients. Making sure, number one, making sure that they remember By the way, you. Nick is a very accomplished builder <laughs> as well. Not <laughs> 20 years worth by any means. Um, but, okay, so the question is, though. Okay. What's the craziest thing you've done to either win a client or keep a client um, so that they remember you? Like, what's the craziest thing to do? Have you ever sung anybody a song? <laughs> Have you ever... Like, and I'm, I'm, you know, ah. have you ever dressed up as a hot dog because, you know, you needed to really <laughs> no. impress the head of Hormel or something like that? No, you know, AC, honestly, man. I've never done anything unusual that I can think of that. Yeah, I, I, everything, everybody's been really cool. I mean, I started in the business as a assistant to one of our partners, Rodney Mukai. And um, yeah, Mr. Rod. And then, then, you know, you, you went on my own and stuff like that. But um I think you tend to attract people that are like you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're kind of like an aggressive person, aggressive salesperson, you wearing get a hot dog suit, clients person. that yeah, that that want that kind of stuff. And so I think a lot of my clients are laid back, and so I've never had that that kind of that kind of pressure. And especially like even and the clients that didn't work out with us, we've just said you know it's not going to work out. 
Okay, so then let's let me oh, rephrase. Oh, I remember one time I was we had this client, and I remember I remember this. Uh, it was very early in my career, but we had a client that typically we work referral only. But this was this was a random person that had called Rod, and they had done a huge renovation to this Waikiki condo. And it was beautiful, but it was in a building that just did not support that type of renovation. You know, and and to them it was it was. Uh, it was everything and so we said okay well we'll, we'll try to market this thing we're going to give it a good shot and whatnot and i remember i was in i was in las vegas on vacation i can't remember if it was a bachelor party or I, I was up there for something you know and then i got a call from them and they're like why isn't the house open today i'm like it's tuesday it's not it's not even an open house day hmm. you know and they're like when we bought our place there was a realtor here every day oh. sitting in the unit. And I, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And I'm new, so I don't know what, what to do. Right? <laughs> so I, I call Rod. I'm like, Rod, they, they want me to sit open house every day. You know? and <laughs> Rod. Like, and he called him and he's like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. Thank God for Rod. Yeah, so he kind of stuck up for me. But yeah, so when, since, when the special requests come up, I, I think there's even like, you know, for, for music, I, I play at weddings a lot. But then there, there came a time where, you know, the wedding crowd can be very um, specific in mm-hmm. what they want. And, you know, you get to a point where you're like, okay, this is, this is what services I provide. And then that's it, you know. I'm but not John go- in general is a conscientious guy. That's why people trust yeah, him, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, like, he goes and waters the yard to make it make sure the grass yeah. is green. <laughs> yeah. or empty, like actually takes stuff to the trash dump, yeah. you know, to make gets, the house. Gets rid of dead pigs yeah and yeah stuff. so I think that's, what, that's what also make him successful wait 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 is that a real story yeah yeah that I, we story. told that on the 100th oh. podcast oh okay okay my dead pig yeah. story oh no you know what that was in the patreon oh that was oh, okay. Okay. so you gotta be subscribed sorry gotta to subscribe the dead pig story yeah i was like why should you that. have access to that yeah i know <laughs> see he didn't listen to every yeah. show <laughs> <laughs> i didn't listen to the patreon section <laughs> yeah. oh, i apologize um okay well then let's 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 see can you um is there anything crazy that you've ever brought on tour with you? What's the weirdest thing that when you go to when like is there something in your writer? Is there something that like a like a like a picture or Dude, something that you bring on? You're tour asking with you? the wrong guy. Like he's so I, I swear, <laughs> this is the hardest interview. Yeah, no, it's a hard interview because John is just sort of like mm-hmm, just our, our our right. We have no. Did you guys have a ghost or something? Or was it somebody else? That's that's all Herb and Patrick and all those guys. I've oh. never experienced. I mean, I felt. I, I've been in places where I thought I'm gonna get murdered in this hotel. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because they they I stick you in like the worst hotels sometimes. I was in Chicago. It's like right next to the airport in like some industrial area, and <laughs> the people coming through that uh, hotel were like not good. The dregs of humanity. Yeah, and mm. then the the room itself, like it was just this. It, there was the floor was like um, just vinyl and. Ugh. The bed was, you know, like the, the easy to yeah. wash out the blood. You ever been to Camp Erdman and the bed, spongy kind of like bed, yeah. like that's how the bed was. Yeah. And, and the TV, like you couldn't, the TV was just like you lie down sideways to look at the TV. It, it was just so, yeah. So I've been in those kind of, but even that, I don't, I don't care. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm there, there for a day. Job. So yeah, I'm, I'm not, a, I it's don't a good care. Trooper. And then, you know, for the backstage stuff, like hundred green M and M's. No, it's just it's just water, if preferable, you know. That's about it. We don't have any we don't <laughs> sparkled water, sparkling water. Sparkling water, no, no. Regular tap water. Regular God, tap. God. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're we're her, especially her. But I mean, I've never. So it'll be interesting because uh, I've been playing with Jake, 
right, lately. And uh, hopefully the plan is to do a few shows outside of Hawaii, the state. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll go somewhere. So I'm kind of curious to see what it's like touring with him. But even mm-hmm. talking to Jake, he's boring too on the road. Yeah, that's yeah. True. They're, they're, not, they're, they're not rock stars and partying like I thought yeah. they would be. So yeah. I think no, I'll be I'm bored if I would just like... They're almost, they're almost Japanese, Asian <laughs> touring guys, but it's just boring. And then I always think like, oh, okay, I could, I could upgrade my room or I could do this. And I was like, but then... God, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm flying all the way here and I'm doing all these gigs for just so I can upgrade my. Su- then I go home with, with uh, no money, you know. Now, now, so, just to be clear, these are. <laughs> this is a question that John is answering as uh, under things that are under his control. I've heard some stories about your actual touring events that have happened, and we, you know, I'm not asking you to share any of those, but. <laughs> I know that John is down for a good time. Let's not let's not just say. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go. Okay. Maybe I'll nothing. Not, I mean, not, whatever. You know, not yeah. obscene, but by any means. But um, yeah. this is not like John's just going back to his. That's not. He's not going back to his room after the gig and sitting there and going, "Okay, well, good night." That's <laughs> what I do ninety percent of the time. But it, the other ten percent, though. <laughs> yeah. If if so someone if with the Kawakamis, it's a different <laughs> deal. If someone proposes something interesting, I, I'm uh, like, well, I'm here. I might as well. Especially Japan. It. Japan, yeah. you can get a lot. But John doesn't drink anyway. or speak Japanese, so he can't enjoy yeah. touring yeah. Japan. I I, well, I try to walk around a lot, especially when I have my camera. I would try to go take night shots yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's nice. But stuff. Uh, yeah, I've been to some kind of interesting. Area. Yeah, you're I'm, like, what? One time I was in <laughs> Roppongi. Oh, Roppongi. And uh, over there, if you don't know Roppongi, I, we do. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's the cultural hub of Japan. If you don't know, yeah. And uh, I remember my hotel was across. <laughs> so somehow, Herb got put in this ridiculous next to the Ritz Carlton hotel, and I was like in a business hotel across the street mm-hmm. that was next to a bunch of strip clubs. Ooh. And then, so I'd say you got off better. So whenever I would have to go to to Herb's to to rehearse or whatever, I had to walk through all this, like, you know, strip clubs and stuff. And I do remember a couple of things. Number one, there, right next to my door to the entrance of my hotel, there'd be a girl standing there in a bunny outfit. And it was October and freaking cold. And I'm like, how the hell is this chick standing out here with almost no clothes on in a bunny outfit and not be freezing? That's your first thought? That was my yeah. thought. I know, right? <laughs> is her, uh, is her okay. well-being? <laughs> and then um and then the other thing is that strip has a lot of um guys that work for the club and they stand outside and they just try to entice people to yeah, come in yeah. you know and aggressively aggressively yeah. yeah and i i you know i tried not to make contact but then one time i was walking back to the hotel and this guy stops me and he grabs my shoulder and he's like hey you hey you i'm like yeah and he's like you know you know you you know what you look like you need i said what what i don't know what do i need he's like you look like you need tit on girl you need tit on girl and i'm like um no i don't i don't (laughs) i I have so many questions yeah i was like i'm cool and he's like no no you come in he's trying to get me into this uh Uh strip club yeah that's what they do that's how they get paid right but i mean not that i know that's what it's really intimidating though because they they're like super aggressively but you didn't go in, Stacy. Don't worry. I did not go in. That's the thing. But like his wife never worries about him. Huh? She's just like, fine. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? John is the one person in the music but industry oh. where the wife just okay. goes, yeah, yeah just yeah. whatever. Go, go. Where are you going? You going to the okay, the the king of the 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 place where all the strip joints are? Yeah, yeah okay, fine. <laughs> where are you staying? In the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He could be. He could be. They could be rooming him in a strip joint. Yeah. They could be rooming him in a whorehouse. And she'd be like, yeah, okay. Because like, there's just no, you know what I mean? It's just, 
the level of trust that John exudes. Yeah. Not only well, that and boring exceeds his. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what. It, yeah, okay, it's good. It's good. Though. Yeah, no, but, that's but not also, a bad thing. Yeah. so one of the funny stories though is that oh, the hotel oh, across oh, the street. All these stories. So finally, I'm like Herb. How come I don't get to stay in the the nice hotel? I got to stay in this. So finally, got me into the nice hotel, and it had like the greatest shower. Like it had. Oh. One of those where like the sprays come out of everywhere, oh. yeah. like shoots you on the head and then the back and in your face and stuff like that, and it it, st- it steams you and stuff. And it had these three um, shower heads that shot you like in your body, like directly in in front of you. And I was like, I was telling him like, isn't that awesome, Herb? And he's like, bruh, they don't adjust those things, so the thing only <laughs> spray me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, because <laughs> you couldn't move them up and down. So for me, it was hitting me in my like my chest and down, right? Whoa, 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 whoa! And with whoa, with him, yeah, it's just like face first. extra <laughs> scrub. So funny. Ten yeah. percent. That's all we want to hear about. <laughs> <I know. laughs> all right, you, all right. Well, thank you. Thank in you. the course of this, you've told two stories about you being in a shower. <laughs> John likes the shower. I know. That's what oh, I mean. Yeah. I, I well, uh, I think in the shower. That's that's my quiet time. Hmm. No distractions. See that number three. Okay. Anyway, okay. Um, Devin, we'll go yes. back to you though. So. Um, speaking of like you know the the things that you see during your day to day work, uh-huh. what's what's always been an interesting question to me as somebody who's not involved directly in media as directly as you are, um, is to is to kind of have a step back from all the changes that are going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you as in specifically in radio probably have had to adjust all the things you do, whether it's this podcast or at your regular job. So, for with your history in in media, what's what is the one biggest change? that you've seen as the world moves Ooh, towards all this, you know, <laughs> readily available content. Nobody, nobody trains anybody. In, uh, the, in the formal world. In a, or, yeah, I guess you mean there's here no, too. There's no, intern, there's no intern positions. There's no training of anybody. They don't. I mean, you can, we had, we've had people who do uh, TV as well. And they said they basically take guys off the, sh- or take women and men out of school and go, here you go, camera. Microphone, go, and they don't. They don't give them any training. They don't mm. tell them what to do. Oh. It's all, us, all on the job. For us, it's all on the job training, and that's not the best way to get good quality people because they either learn bad habits or they don't learn any habits at all. And then you get them, and you're like, what? And there's a there's a sort of a, a tipping point on the uh, someone who does this work, where. And I'm sure you get it with musicianship as well, right? If you don't train the guy or woman to show up to the gig on time, mm. set up their equipment on in the correct way, know how to get the sound that you need to get, right? If you just throw them up there and they sing, they might every once in a while hit one and you go, holy shit, you sound good. <laughs> but half the time, they're going to sound like crap. But do they know how to fix it? Yeah. Nope. And or worse... Uh, when they're up on stage they're doing this they're doing this they're not actively engaging the audience and you know what I mean so it's it's a lot like what you folks deal with with regards to the music industry to a large extent where you just don't they just don't get the training so they don't know what the hell to do and I, I'm sorry but I'm too busy <laughs> sort of keeping my job to <laughs> try to help train and I, I, I try as much as possible but a lot of times <clears throat> you get them three or four years in to learning really bad habits, and then they don't want to listen to you. What's the worst bad habit that you see in radio? Like, what can what is the worst thing you see people doing nowadays? People you know? don't know how to. Um, people don't know how to talk to people on air. 
if that makes any sense. Yeah, interviewing, interviewing is tough. Interviewing, but also, uh, but also when you're talking to the public, they don't, oh. they don't teach them how to. I mean, that was the one thing uh, I, I have to give credit to FM 100, like Bill Van Osdal, all those guys. Like when I was there, that was the. To me, that was cream of the crop. That was number one. I mean, Skylark was there, and Kimo Kahoano and Frank, you know, uh, Frank Shainer and all those guys. So I learned from all those Frank. guys, right? And it was, and I learned all different kinds of stuff. So like from Frank, you learn theater of the mind, mm -hmm. how to create something off stage that sounds like it's happening in the room, mm -hmm. and it may not actually be happening, but you, you're creating it. Yeah. Frank is a master at that stuff. Bill. Kimo, Villarimo, um, Randy Hudno, Skylark, they knew how to reach an audience and make them feel like it didn't matter. If it, it didn't made it matter if they were at the shell in front of 10,000 people, yeah. right? When they stood on stage, if you were way in the back, you still felt like they were talking to you. Yeah. And that's something you cannot, you cannot just get up and do. You have to learn how to do it. Hey, Dev, I yeah. was uh, listening to another podcast. I had a radio person on yeah. the other day, and she was saying that <laughs> she came from um, TV, mm. you know, and when she started, she would talk like a TV person, yeah. you know, like a like an ad. Yeah. But then the she got her advice. And is, is this good advice or bad advice? They said the people who listen to radio, they're listening to you like as if they're they're listening to a friend talk or yep. something. So you need to speak as if you're speaking to a friend, mm. not that you're you're an ad person or promoting something you just want to talk to them as if oh i know this guy already yeah i mean the the hard thing is that when radio first started it was hey how are you doing you're listening to 94 7 kumu that kind of thing and then uh as when i worked at fm 100 it was a lot of don't do that and and a lot of it was because of the music because we were going to have to deal with you guys mm. in person right how so, you, what do you mean how so um like if I, i'm no, yeah sorry if i'm at a gig right you're there yeah. at the gig. Like I, I remember emceeing for you guys, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. It's the three of them standing there. And it didn't matter if it was the Kawakamis mm -hmm. or John yeah. or uh, Makahasans or whatever, yeah. right? Everybody sort of was in that same boat of, hey, we all going to see each other at some point in time, so we might as well be cool with each other. But also, mm. if we get to be friends, it makes it much easier for us to sort of work together. Um, and then when you form that relationship it's much easier to go you know it's not just like hey here's the band but i can actually MC something and say well there's this and there's this and there's this and then people go wow we actually like devin MC because he actually knows what he's talking about and it's a friend MCing with us and not just some random person who gets up on stage to do it yeah. now i can do it that way yeah, yeah right but i don't have to yeah and then uh, more so than anything else it's that uh, we form that bridge to the audience as well because you guys get up and you have to perform and you have to send that energy out to them right um, through the music whereas for me I have to send my personal energy out bring it back so that they know that it's got to come to, to you it's yeah. got to come to the musician so the musician can feel it and then it becomes this um, this cycle that's awesome and, and if you can get it right uh, it's good but mm -hmm. more often than not now they don't train any of that they don't teach any of that and yeah. uh, it started on air like I had to do it on air um, because if I can do it on air then I can do it in front of a bunch of people yeah. and um, the the biggest compliment you get uh, at least for me is if people walk up to you and they talk to you like they've known you for years yeah right like I've had uh, in fact just recently like last week 
somebody won something and was like, oh, you know, I, I won this thing from you at FM 100 and you were oh, so yeah. nice. And you know what I mean? And when, when somebody remembers you and if one guy remembered your shirt and he was like, oh, I remember I had one ant shirt and the oh, thing was man. bad. And, you know, <laughs> I would design those shirts. Yeah. And um, to feel that, that back and forth with them is, is awesome. But they don't allow them to do that anymore. Now yeah. it's just like, okay. Go get up there, talk, and because make content. Yeah, because now yeah. it's now it's also recorded, yeah. right? They just go, ah, whatever. Yeah. Just throw them out there, and I, I feel bad for them because that's not, that's not real radio. It's not the, it's the reason why for me, uh, radio is dying because they don't give them a chance to do that. There's no personality in the yeah. personality radio. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, sorry that was a long. No, no, answer. no. I, I think that's very insightful, not only for radio but for any type of content medium. Yeah. Being able to connect with your audience, whether it's designing shirts or whether it's on the radio or whether it's on stage as a musician like it that's all 100 percent about connection yeah. making people want to come back and and be a part of whatever you're trying to do again mm -hmm. you know it could be storytelling mm -hmm. that's that's one of the the great things about you know movies right and it, the best movies are the best stories you know there's there's no it's no coincidence that that's a thing it's because right. that's the connection that you make with with other people oh, and if sure. you don't if you're trying to do it as a job even more so that you you don't get that kind of training that's that's like you know that's like trying to just throwing somebody on stage and be like here here's a guitar go ahead perform for all these people yeah and that's what you're getting with a lot of the youtube kids the youtube kids they're they're performing for millions of people but they're performing for millions of people in front of a camera mm -hmm. right and just performing and every so often you'll get some that can extend it into a live situation but a lot of times they cannot and you're like oh man yeah so the guitar feels different when you're holding it in front of an audience i don't know why really hmm. yeah it feels like an extension of you. No, it just feels like, <laughs> you know what it is, is uh, I guess like people absorb sound. So when you hit your, it doesn't feel as loud as it did when mm. it was, when it was oh, in your checking. living room. You know? <laughs> so that throws people I off. I apologize. I actually have to run and pick up my kids. All right. Well, that was a good one to go out with Devon on. No, no, but yeah. Yeah, yeah we're we got one more for a quick now, but I'm so sorry, you guys. Thank you. Right. Well, my, my only hosting gig and you're leaving early. No, come back again. Ask us more <laughs> questions. But, but I'll try to be more Thank you. About Thank it. you can keep going. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Just keep going. All right, bro. All right. Well, okay. So while, while Devin's shuffling out of here, I got a question um, for, for Kyle since we're talking about kind of the professional side of stuff. Um, so with, with High Life, you've, you know, famously been very generous with your collaborations and your partnerships. I remember yeah. when we were doing... Um, uh, the Aloha for Japan campaign. You guys and um, who else? Was a, a couple other fitted information, yeah. barefoot league. Yeah, a couple booty of groove. Bunch of that you guys did um, uh, that that T-shirt Aloha for Japan. Yes, uh, T-shirts and stuff. So, what is it? Um, wh what would you say is your your most well rewarding collaboration that you've done so far? Probably the law for Japan. In what way? We were doing it and mostly paying attention to the cause than us guys promoting our own brands. Mm -hmm. And getting together like that and bringing all these people who are um, own their own brands together like that for one purpose and not competing against each other, no ego in the way, nothing, was a really incredible experience. Yeah. Well, Everyone was real cool about it. We're, yeah, until yeah. today, we're all friends. So, yeah. you know, we back it, we, we'll, we'll back each other up and we'll get each other back 
anytime now yeah, yeah, yeah. because we're so you know because of what we experienced through that was there something about supporting japan specifically that was special yeah it was um you know because let's face it without you know their tourist industry here or our you know and i'm japanese too yeah. so my connection there is pretty strong a lot of the owners have a lot of strong connection with japan too so it was a kind of automatic thing when it, when when that happened we needed to do something you know and lanai put everything together right, right. i think without lanai this would have never have happened where all us creators would have got together and do something like that but i think the mo that was be the most proud moment for me because it wasn't anything about our brands it was all about hawaii helping out in another you know another country do you, you know? remember do you remember a specific moment where Maybe in the very beginning when you guys were all like having initial conversations or once you guys actually made the design or whatever, like a specific moment that you went, wow, this is really something cool. Um, it was a trip because we were already meeting together as a group to do something for Hawaii. Mm. We didn't know what, but we were, we were working with the HTA, the Hawaii Tourism Authority, yeah. and, and working on ways to promote Hawaii as a brand not our brand but as a brand and having all those guys come together and promote something for that and when this, this is before the earthquake yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. when the tsunami happened we just had a meeting the next day after the tsunami at alamana beach park where daniel anthony was going to um, teach us how to pound poi because lanai would set up these little field trips for us we'd go to the bishop museum and learn about you know oh, yeah, the yeah, culture. Yeah. And, and the next thing we were going to do as a field trip was going to go to the alamana beach park meet daniel anthony and he was uh, Manaai, and he was gonna pound poi, and he was gonna learn how to pound poi. And that was a day after the tsunami. So the design came up that night, was shown, and the next thing you know, that day was printed. Mm. And, and it hit the news media wow. through all our connections and everything, and it just snowballed yeah. to a point where Brian Schatz and um, his team contacted us to work for, with the state on this, on this campaign. Yeah. And then everything just took off from there. The banks got involved, other businesses jumped in, and yeah. all these fundraising things started going off. Yeah, and it, it was a really rewarding experience for me. Um, the 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 end part of that was when they showed these kids that were in one of the schools that got damaged by the tsunami and who lost parents and friends and family. They all gathered outside their school, took a took a um, aerial shot of them. They're all wearing the Law from Japan oh, shirts nice. in Japan and yeah. saying, "Thank you to us," you know, "Thank you to Hawaii." And I still have the picture today um, in my office, and I look at it, I'm like, wow, you know, we actually, you know, we actually did something to help out, yeah. you know, you know, in a positive way. I think I delivered those t-shirts to those kids. Yeah? Yeah, for that. Oh, that, yeah, that you guys used we to go there. up yeah. every year. That's right. That's right. Um, because your logo was, I mean, that, that logo that you guys created was the center of our whole thing. That yeah. campaign for what we did with HTJ and Hawaii Tourism Authority and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. That's cool. Yeah, um, HTJ. To to uh to kind of have a hard stop here. How are we doing on time? Should we uh, we'll wrap do, it up you soon? Know, we do, do ten more minutes. We just won't do Kay. a Patreon. We're gonna just put it all in the in the cool. main podcast. Cool. You're welcome, regular listeners. But of course, we encourage you to join the Patreon yeah. campaign. P H E R E O N. I should say before we we end. Probably I don't know who's listening at this point, but <laughs> um, you can turn tune into Kahilu Theater. Uh, uh, sorry. Kahilu.tv this Sunday, 4 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time for the Pure Heart Concert at Kahilu nice. Theater. Mm -hmm. Tickets for the live show are sold out. So uh, the only way you can catch it is on Kahilu.tv. And that's hmm. Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. February okay. 6th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be up there. Cool. 
Okay. Um, well, I got two more questions. Yeah. Two lighter okay. ones. Okay. We'll do 10 minutes here. But uh, before we go, do you want to promo anything? No, I'm good. Go to highlifefadeaway.com. <laughs> Yeah. highlifeclothing.com highlifeclothing.com yeah. sorry about oh, that oh yeah sorry I didn't change it on there because I yep. just remember John gave me the notes that's we can it's not my fault, fault. No it's problem. not my fault <laughs> my, but my bad <laughs> it's okay um, okay so um, I got two light questions yeah just right. to finish it up here and, and um, again free for the audience but of course join patreon.com um, so for John um, you have notoriously flexed your ability to recite the lyrics to ice ice baby yes if you met mr ice one day what is the first question that you would ask him can i take a picture with you that's it that would be the that would be your most rewarding thing to know to ask i, I mean i don't have you, you know granted in when i was 13 i would have had a million questions for the ice man <laughs> the ice man <laughs> but uh like about how his dance moves you know mm-hmm uh, how he does certain moves and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, at a, as a 44-year-old man, mm-hmm. I would just want to I, I just want to tell him that I appreciate his music and that uh, and brought much, much joy to my life over the years. The Iceman. Yeah. Would you call him the Iceman in person? Possibly. Sup, Iceman. Um, better than Robbie. Because Iceman is technically Maverick's arch enemy. Yeah. Oh, oh the Ice, he is. And then yeah. the Iceman is also Top Chuck, Gun. Top Chuck Gun. the Iceman. I've never seen Top Gun. What? What? All right, this podcast will end this right now. This podcast is over. Do not subscribe. Do rate one star. How can you not watch Top Gun? <laughs> because bro. there was a time in my life where I did not care for Tom Cruise. Why? I just yeah, didn't what? think he was good. So but this I, has to be. So I did not see like any Tom Cruise's movies till like. Now I love Tom Cruise, but I think like Mission Impossible is the first Tom Cruise movie I saw. So I haven't wow. seen, I've never seen Risky Business or Jerry Maguire or Top Gun or Days of Thunder or Cocktail or Rain Man. I've never, wow, I've never seen Wow, these are all Jesus. Yeah. You gotta watch Cocktail. Wait, wait, wait. But, and so, but what prevents, okay, so now the questions are coming. Why not go back now that you're a fan and watch these movies? I don't know. I mean, there's so many good movies to watch now. So, like, John, you should watch back in time? Jerry, Mar- Jeremy Maguire. Jeremy Maguire, yeah. That's Jeremy a great Maguire, yeah. movie, you know. I know it's you should a good watch movie. Top, you should watch any of those yeah. movies. Those are all, Days of Thunder is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, born on the Fourth of July, I've not seen. John. Oh my God, John! Yeah, <sighs> especially because um, Top Gun Two is coming out. Maybe I am going to go see Top Gun Two. You have to see Top Gun One first. Yeah, you have to see Top Gun One <laughs> no, first. No, I don't feel like it's necessary. No, I think it's going to be a okay. Audience, screw all the things that I asked you to do before. <laughs> Email high sessions at yahoo.com and tell John that he has to go see at least go see Top Gun yeah. One before you go see Top Gun Two. Yeah, man, that's like. You can't watch it backwards like that. That's oh, wrong. Uh, Wouldn't you want a, a different perspective on it? Someone who hasn't seen Top Gun 1 and can tell you what he thought no, of Top John, Gun 2? No, John, no. I do not need that in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I need everybody to have enjoyed all of the things that I enjoy in the ways that I want them to enjoy. Yeah. Although, <laughs> although, it would be interesting. Maybe. Maybe maybe just for you. I, you I sacrifice I not watching that. it. Watch 2 first and let me know what you think. Yeah. Well, I hope I, two is good. That's that's being the yeah. main thing. Well, oh, come good. on! I mean, they were really in those jets. Oh yeah, they were it's, really in the jets. It's in the gotta first be one. good. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I don't doubt that. Okay, yeah. well, then um, look forward that, to that episode. And, and Greece are my two like people don't believe that I've never seen those two movies. I can those, see Greece, but yeah. Top Gun, John. Top Gun. On, we were, especially because we were young boys at the time that Top Gun came out. Everything no. else, I feel like I've seen. 
you've seen everything else well i mean like most wow. most of what people ask me like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay um interesting anyway okay well that was probably the biggest bomb drop today uh, <laughs> of anything i've learned um but let's see we got one more question for kyle to see maybe maybe this might be better so we talked uh, i was mentioning john's ability to um recite ice ice baby oh and of course, you know, between John and Devin, right there, uh, they have well-documented YouTube videos, all these things showcasing them singing and performing, right? Yeah. My question is for you, though, as somebody that doesn't have the public catalog available of himself performing, what is your go-to karaoke song? Ooh, wow. You know, I haven't sang karaoke in years. Well, in nobody years has because years. we haven't gone to a karaoke bar in years because of death. Probably Prince Purple Rain or something. I don't know. Really? Wow, wow that was an upset for me. Yeah. I I'd like s- to see that. What What about Purple Rain is is something that Purple you you're Rain. like, okay, I gotta go sing karaoke tonight. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I think so. <laughs> you know, like if you if you look at karaoke in your guys' generation, then a Prince song, you'd probably be, what is that? All seven one. Um, oh no, I would say Purple Rain. Would say be Purple Rain a, yeah, I would say Purple Rain. Yeah, I would say Purple Rain from Prince catalog. Yeah. I do. Uh, Nothing but a G thing. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's not a Prince. Song, that's a go-to. But <laughs> oh, that's that's I'm going Prince. Yeah, the Prince song. It'll be that. What is that? All seven and you. What is that uh, song? Oh called? yeah, 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 yeah. So much people sing that song now, you know. Manoa DNA did uh, Purple Rain. He did Purple Rain. Yeah, that's oh, one no of the repertoire. But anyway, going back to you. So, what about Purple Rain? Is is it something just because you know the words? It brings you back to a time. I remember watching that movie. Oh, but, I think I would do Little Red Corvette. Yeah, mm. but you know what? With Purple Rain, when you watch, when you watch, um, when you listen to it, and at the end part when the guitar comes in, right. that that guitar is like crying. Right, it's iconic. It's amazing That's how he got that yeah. sound out of that, and it, how it ended that way, you know. And that really brings that whole thing together. I mean, people joke about that song as a karaoke song, but it's a heavy song if you really yeah. think about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and it. Unfortunately, though, a lot of times the karaoke track doesn't translate the no. <laughs> the Prince guitar <laughs> yeah, it where it's like some guy on a MIDI keyboard. Yeah, yeah. you got to get the it's right like imitated, yeah. sound the soundtrack before that when you're at karaoke. You get you, the MIDI one, it's over it. You don't even no makes it even sing it. Well, do you guys so? Um, but you don't sing karaoke very often. We used to a lot, but as I got older, no. Because they have know. like there's an app called. It's K A R A fun, car fun. And in the car. No, no, no. Uh, like karaoke, but kara fun. Oh. And it's an app on your phone. It got, I mean, they have every song that I've ever seen. It's, ah. a, it's a small subscription, and you can just play that and sing along. So you well, don't need mic, you don't need nothing. YouTube, you can sing along already, too. Oh, they got all the karaoke stuff on YouTube. But no, I don't know. It, it, I just kind of outgrew it. I just. To tell you the truth, in the past 10, maybe 15 years, I've become a hermit. I don't mm. like to be in the public eye. This has forced me out there again, you know, and I find <laughs> that time as being uncomfortable with being on camera and talking and being, you know, out mm. there. Yeah. But I, you know, um, it supersedes me meeting people like you and talking star with everybody else. Right. Like, I'd rather do that. So I'll sacrifice being, you know, on camera or whatever. Comfortable, yeah. But I've been, I've been more of a kind of like recluse lately. You know, True artist. As I got, o- as I got older, artist, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so even singing karaoke at a b- crowded bar, I won't do it anymore. It's kind of, yeah. I like to lay low, you know. Well, I was just interested because, you know, these guys always preach about all the stuff that they've done. And I know hearing stories from 
yes, it was your past, like you say, though, that you're also down for a good time. So I figured you would have Purple Rain to go to if you did go to a karaoke bar. The right people, the right mood, and the right bar. Yeah, yeah we can. You'd see me have a good. Definitely time. in the car if it comes on. Yeah, if Devin's playing in, in Vegas, the they do the car karaoke. In what? In Las Vegas. How do they do that? You the drive taxis? around in a car. Well, oh. the taxis, when you get in the taxi, they hand you a mic and they yeah. go, what do you want to sing? Oh, yeah. You know, a long time ago, I invented this thing and it probably got taken already, but I wanted to do a karaoke. Karaoke? Yeah. Where it's a karaoke system in your car. Yeah, they have that. You see? Yeah, that's basically but what the, you can do that with this. You can drive around in your van. Yeah, and just sing. Pump this app and just sing and pick up, pick up John from his house and be like, hey, let's go. We're going to sing a song. Take everybody, everybody in the car, we mic'd up and it would come through the speakers. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. That's how really? it is. Really? Yeah. yeah, and it has the Damn, they stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fun. And yeah. I think they do it to get tips. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, that's going to, I'm going to stop here. Uh, wait, um, wait, we're going to flip it real fast and ask you a question before we end this. That's not how this works. I know, this but is that's the, okay. It's an Applecast. I made it up and I make the rules. I just have one question for yes, you. Yes, yes, Kyle. What, um, what has your future become? What are you doing now? Where do you want to be? Oh, that is a heavy. I haven't talked to you in a while. That's why the <laughs> last time the last time we talked, I talked to you. We were at Ilani and we were working on Eel Sports. Yeah, yeah, working on a on a on a that on, was, on a. That was fifteen years ago, maybe. Yeah, fifteen Seven, years 15 ago. Years so ago. since then, what has happened, and where are you, and what are you doing? Um, you know, to be honest, my life is a menagerie. As John Ooh, knows, menagerie. Um, between work, uh, I don't perform anymore with with uh, my brother and Do my dad. Do you miss it? You know, to be honest, um, I miss I miss the performing part of it. I don't miss the music side of it, if that makes sense. I miss I miss playing. I miss going out to, and hanging out with friends and playing music and um, and entertaining to some degree. Um, I miss traveling with with the band and being pampered the whole time. Like, yeah. I miss all that stuff. But the music side of it, you mean the you industry know, side of it? Uh, Not like coming up with new material, coming up and with new material, rehearsing. And um, the and some somewhat the industry too. Like it, it it it's in the end for me, right? The business side of it, especially, was something that I didn't find appealing. It was more just the experience of hanging out with my my family. My dad and my brother were there every time. And we were always finding something fun to do um, wherever we were. And, you know, being able to, and I'll always be thankful for that, especially with my dad, now that he's getting older. Um, but to say that, you know, that I walk around thinking like, man, I wish I was playing at Gordon Beers today on a Wednesday at 530. That is, is nothing. Oh, really? I don't miss about that. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a luxury that I have being somebody that didn't rely on that as my full-time income that I was able to pivot away from that. Mm -hmm. um, but at this end, at the same time, it's not something that I think about and miss. So what is your passion now? Uh, my passion is interview, taking over other people's Beanie podcasts <laughs> and interviewing them. <laughs> instead of, no, um, passion is a finicky word for me. I, I'm kind of like John in the sense that I'm always kind of randomly doing stuff. Um, like you know like last year i was getting my pilot's license wow um but this year this year my, my i like this year my what like the start to the year was learning how to make good takoyaki on my griddle um of course like we you know john we are doing john and uh doing john doing high sessions <laughs> with john early on was always super fun but now you know they got their own thing too so um 
yeah for me it i kind of just am really erratic ecstatic in the or eclectic in that in that way that i don't really have a passion for any one particular thing but are you still searching though nah no Nah, I, I've the, my life is a constant search in the same way that John's always probably yeah. in that same kind of mode where I'll be taking a shower and be like, hey, you know what? I should do a podcast on the the life and times of blah, blah of uh, Dr. Seuss or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's just random stuff will pop into my head and then I'll talk to a podcast and they'll be like, that's a good idea. And I'll be like, OK, I'll try and do it for a little while. And if I like it, great. And if I don't, then I just move on to the next thing. I think the three of us. What we have in common is we're creatives. Mm. But when creatives turns into something we need to do to make money, it isn't a passion anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And But to be fair, I mean, I, the only thing I'll push back on that is the only real creative thing that I've done for a living. Well, I shouldn't say the only thing, but the thing that was the biggest was music. Yeah. So I can agree with you in that. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever really wanted to take anything creative as a living because... Maybe because of that. Maybe yeah. because I'm, I'm kind of sensitive to it. So, I don't know. But anyway, thank you for your question, Kyle. Well, no. Thank, thank you, you for, for answering. flipping the Apple. <laughs> this is now coming Apple, Applecast. <laughs> um, but do you mind if I wrap this up then? Sure. Do it. Okay. So. Take us out. Um, thank you again to Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Fort Ruger Market, to all of the Patreon subscribers. Patreons. Most notably me. Um, and of course... On behalf of your entire listening audience, thank you, especially to those who are here still with me today, including John and Kyle. Devin, Devin we don't have to be thank him because he left. <laughs> but um, thank you guys most most of all for letting me do this Applecast idea. I proposed it to John. John jumped great. right in. He didn't say no. He didn't. He's totally cool with it. So thank you for letting me do this. I think it came out great. I hope the listeners uh, did as well. You did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. This is uh, this is not my first rodeo, yeah. But uh, it was definitely my first time uh, interviewing you guys. We gotta so. do this again one day. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you guys want me to do an Applecast, I got I did so much research. I listened to so many episodes. I got a whole list of questions for you guys. Okay. So if you want that too, join Patreon and you'll have a say in what and who they bring on, including me. If you want more Applecast, perfect. So uh, and then one final reminder, you know if. You did enjoy today's episode. If you do enjoy supporting these guys, not only go and check out their the people that support them, like Kupu Kupu Landscaping and Fort Ruger, but also join their Patreon. Go to your favorite podcasting app. Give the give this podcast five stars, rate and review, um, and then wow. of course give it a comment on how great this particular episode was. As me as your host, does that sound good? That Very sounds good. wonderful. Thank you, Nick. Yes. So thank you everybody for letting me host. On behalf of my guests today, this has been the High Sessions Hawaii podcast. Until next time, aloha. Take care. Later.